Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you, and welcome to a new series of podcasts entitled Arba'in Reflections. Following on from where we left off in the first 10 days of Muharram, we now find ourselves in the moment just following Arba'in, in which we are reminded that the message of Aba Abdullah, the example of Imam al Hussein, this whole movement of Ashura is not limited to any particular time or place. Rather, an example has been set which exists for an eternity. And it's an example which is composed of so many different factors which Imam al-Hussein was thinking about, but each of them is manifested for entire eternity. And indeed, it's manifested for an entire lifetime. For you, the listener, will go through life understanding and re-understanding exactly who Imam al-Hussein is. And each opportunity, each majlis, each gathering, each lecture, each podcast, each book you read about Imam al-Hussein keeps building on this relationship. But it's important that when we leave the days and nights of Arba'in, that we are reminded that Imam al-Hussein's impact on us continues continuously for an eternity. In that spirit, here is a new series of more discussions, five this time, in which we want to understand in more detail how Imam al-Hussein impacts on our lives in the West. Especially for the listeners who have began listening since the first series, we are based in the West and our climate is very different. We were not able to take our processions or go to ziyarat the way we would normally do in Arba'in. And so we had to find new ways of mourning for Imam al-Hussein and we had to adapt. But indeed, we have an entire lifetime in which this relationship continues. What will follow now are five discussions, each one about this nature of Imam al-Hussein for us in the West. We begin tomorrow with the first lecture on the idea of handling conflict and how we use Imam al-Hussein to solve the key disagreements and conflicts that we have raging in our community. How is his template useful for us? We are then followed in the second night on a discussion about practical spirituality. How do you and I make spiritual gains in our lives whilst living in a very non-spiritual, secular society? The third of the five is then squarely on the West. What is this experience which happens to the Muslim when we migrate over, coming to a new country, bringing a religion which was not from this country and yet claims to solve the issues that we would have in this new climate? What happens then? Lecture four, podcast four of the series is on the Hausa the seminary, the knowledge base, the centre of our community right now, which is mainly centralised in the East, how does this institution serve us in the West? And finally, the fifth of this series is on the important topic of Shia genocide. What is the suffering we are facing today? The lovers of Imam al-Hussein? Who is wishing to shed the blood of the lovers of Abba Abdullah? And how do we in the West who might not face this imminent attack as others do? What responsibility do we have here to our brothers and sisters there? These five discussions will continue for the next five days, each of them reminding us one thing, which is Imam al-Hussein's message is eternal. And for our situation now in the West, we have to use and understand exactly how it fits in to our life now going forward until the next Arba'in 
or the next Ashura. And after the five discussions which are to follow, the five podcasts composed of uh, guests who it was an honour to hear their opinion on these issues, at the end, we have a special episode, one which is very personal and one which required um, great consideration of the love that all of us have for every very particular person. And that is, you know, one of the most oppressed people who we have in our history, who is very closely attached to Abadullah. This we will see after the five discussions in what follows. Now, just like last time, I wanted to really ask all of our guests a question to set the scene for us. And what follows now is their answers. And the question quite simply is, what makes Imam Hussein so eternal? Imam Hussain al-Islam is eternal because of his message, because of his truth, because he was the righteous, because he has gathered the best of the companions who sacrificed their lives for him, and because he did not sacrifice himself for his personal gains, he sacrificed everything for the sake of God, for the sake of Allah. And he sacrificed his own family. And that is why he is eternal and he will remain eternal. The verse of the Holy Quran, it states, Remember me and I will remember you. One of the secrets of what makes Imam al-Hussein Sayyid al-Shuhada so eternal is that the Imam was that individual who at every moment he remembered Allah to the extent that he reached the stage of fana and annihilation. The one who annihilates himself in this world and this dunya, he won't reach the stage of being eternal because this world by its nature it perishes. But the one who has absorbed himself in God, Allah, he says, that the one who remembers me, I will remember them. And when Allah remembers somebody, he places the love of that individual in the hearts of his truest servants. That's why Sayyid al-Shuhada is the one who rules over the hearts. The one who rules over the body, his rule ends when the bodies they end. But the one who has conquered the heart is the one who is in that realm which is above space, that realm which is above time. And this is one, just one of the secrets of what makes Imam al-Hussein so eternal. I think Imam Hussein is eternal simply because people have continuously and persistently continued to remember him and be inspired by him and be motivated by him to make change, whether it's in their lives or in the world around them. Uh, and to some degree that has changed uh, over the years. And nowadays, for example, some people look to Imam Hussein as someone to provide inspiration in social justice struggles or, uh, for example, in the anti-apartheid movement. Uh, however, nonetheless, the basic uh, stand-in values of Imam Hussein remain, and, and they do have this staying power. Uh, it can actually be quite difficult to put into words why Imam Hussein has this sort of 
eternal impact on people. I, I can't exactly say why he is that way. I mean, certainly I could answer it from a theological perspective that um, Allah created the Prophet and Imam Ali and the Imams uh, prior to the rest of creation and thus gave them a role with creation that can link us to Allah and link us to things higher. So for that reason, uh, Imam Hussein maintains an eternal presence. That, that's a theological view I would give. Um, and I would say also that Allah has granted Imam Hussein something special. Uh, and we see this even in the narrations about um, the interactions of, of the Imams and uh, Nabi Adam before he came to this world and so forth. Uh, that there is something unique about Imam Hussein that um, attaches people to him. It's something in his nature. Imam Hussein is eternal because he is described as Safina to Najat. He is the ship of salvation, and that salvation is infinite. And if infinite parrot and if paradise is infinite, and he's the ship of salvation, and his name and his remembrance will always be eternal. The reason why the message of Abu Abdullah is eternal because what he was sacrificed for and the values that he stood for was eternal. And because we are engaging with the truth all the time, and Abu Abdullah stood what he stood for was the, was the truth and what he was submitted to was the truth then it's not something that is going to be limited by time or space when it comes to the sacrifice of Abu Abdullah and the emotions that we have for Abu Abdullah because the emotions we have from Abu Abdullah is not emotion for the individual of Abu Abdullah but the values that he represented and what he was submitted to which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Abu Abdullah he was the representative of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this earth and therefore we have a strong attachment and it's not something that's going to be limited to the battlefield of Karbala it's something that's going to exist throughout history until the day of judgment because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue existing and when everything stopped existing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will still be existing so the message of Abu Abdullah is always going to be internal it's going to be infinite what makes Imam Hussein eternal? It's his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His connection to Allah is what made him eternal. Because everything that he did, be it the stance for social justice, stand against oppression, stand against the uh, oppressor, you know, raise a voice for the oppressed, all of these things came as a result of his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a beautiful poem that's uh, recited by the Imam before he goes out on the day of Ashura. And bearing in mind, he's given everything for the sake of uh, Allah so far. He's, you know, a son like Ali Akbar, uh, a son like Ali Asfar, a brother like Abbas, a nephew like Qasim, constantly going back and forth, small skirmishes, battles. He's got wounds on his body. He's got the blood of his loved ones all over his body sits up on the horse, says, Ilahi taraktu al-khalqa turran fi hawaka, wa itamtu al-ayala likay araka, wa inkatta'atani bil-hubbi iraban irba, limal al-fu'adu ila siwaka, my lord, I've left the whole of creation for your sake, and I've orphaned my children so that I may see you, and even if the swords were to come and cut me to pieces, my heart would turn to none but you. What makes Imam Hussein eternal is his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
What makes Imam Hussain salam, eternal are the values that he embodied, those that he aimed to protect, uphold, and promote by sacrificing not only his own life, but those of his companions and family members as well. His refusal to compromise on the teachings of his grandfather can be a lesson to us all, one from which we can derive motivation and inspiration to help us make the correct decisions in our everyday lives that will bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is this very commitment to the path of the Ahlul Bayt that will ensure that the message of Imam Hussain will continue until the Day of Judgment. Because as Rasulullah said, surely with respect to the martyrdom of Hussain, there exists in the hearts of all the Mu'mineen a heat that will never subside. What makes Imam Hussain salam so eternal? Imam Hussain salam on the day of Ashura and in Karbala, Imam Hussein showed utmost generosity with Allah. He gave everything that he can for the sake of Allah, his brothers, his cousins, the best of his companions. Some of them were jurists. Some of them participated at Badr. Some of them recited the entire Quran in one night. Imam Hussein offered the best that he had. Even his infant, even his children, everything that he had, he offered for the sake of Allah. When you have the best to offer someone, they will give you the best. They will offer you the best. When you go to someone's home and you take them the best gift that you can possibly give, they will return to you a very similar gift if they're as generous as you. Imam Hussain was generous with Allah. He offered all that he can. In a verse of poetry in Arabic, a poet says, He offered everything that his hand, hand possesses, including his infant. When Imam Hussain gives all of this to Allah, Allah gives him. Allah gives him eternity. Allah gives him a remembrance that shall not be forgotten. Since Imam Hussein was so selfless, Imam Hussein did not show any sense of selfishness. Rather, he did not see anything for himself. He only saw Allah and he gave everything for Allah. So Allah gave him everything. Allah gave him this greatness. Allah gave him this e e e eternity. He gave him this remembrance that Imam Hussein will be remembered and mourned until eternity, until the Day of Judgment. Imam Hussein did something so great that Allah has repaid him in this dunya before the next. Until the Day of Judgment, people will continue to call Ya Hussein, Labbaik Ya Hussein. Each of these guests, and more indeed, will be featuring in the discussions to follow on each night.
So from tomorrow we will be discussing handling conflict, spiritual gains, the West, the Hausa, and Shia genocide. Join me in the next few nights and join those guests and, as I mentioned, others as we discover a bit more about how Imam Hussein's eternal message, which lasts for longer than our lifetimes, impacts every moment of our lifetimes. Join us, inshallah, for Arba'in Reflections.